Welcome to Two, Two Blonde, Blonde Bimbos. I tried. Sultry. Sultry. Okay, so today's episode is a little spooky. We're getting a little spooky. spook. I had some people requesting, like, we want to hear the ghost stories. People are here for it. Good. It's the time of year for it. We've got <laughs> them. Can we – is it – are we limiting ourselves to just – ghost stories or do we want to talk about anything paranormal anything like psychic happening anything we can do any of that anything psychic anything paranormal anything that you've experienced any we can go all across the board cool very cool okay so have you you believe in ghosts yes i do and have you seen ghosts i have felt and i've seen them in a dream state so like i've always been like I've never seen anything like actually, like, uh, like yeah, manifest in front of me. Okay, but like when I'm like half asleep is when I've seen things really? and connected, and I know that I've actually connected just because of like details. So it's usually when you're kind of like in that half sleep state. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Okay. Has anyone in your family talked about? Have you ever talked to your family about ghosts? Like, yes. have you? Really? <laughs> I've talked – but the thing – it's so funny because um, my mom is very faithful and um, very Christian. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's room to be like Christian and into ookie spookies and into like – Yeah. Like what's beyond, I think. But my mother is very, very Christian. And there was a time, a family gathering when her side of the family who's like Ukrainian, Italian, Norwegian, like all really interesting okay. kind of like backgrounds – um, we were all chilling, and we just started talking about ghosts. My mom's cousin, Joey, who I love, he's fabulous and super fun and always baking. He's had <laughs> paranormal experiences. My grandmother – my mother's grandmother's had paranormal experiences. And I think people in the family, like, through my mother's side, like, specifically through my mother's mother's side, have experienced paranormal, like – you know, seeing ghosts, kind of predicting things before they happen. But – and I think that a lot of people, not my mother and her sister, both very, very religious, but, like, I think everyone on that side of the family is very open to – To that kind of stuff. Yes. And we, like, had a big chat. Like, I think it was, like, Thanksgiving. And my mom, like, literally had, like, her hands over her ears. ears, And she's like, I believe in Christ. I believe in Christ. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. And I and we kept like we all were like, let's talk about ghosts, like in all the encounters we've had. And they're like, well, you know, your great grandmother that you have that picture of, she saw many go- like you know, just like stuff like that. My mom was like, basically rocking in her like holding chair, her ears. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had like wild experiences my whole life, like very visual, very present. Again, I talked about this recently on my Instagram stories because people were asking me um, like about seeing things. Like I actually can predict things ahead of time. I have these like weird – and it is like people are like, is it like the show? That's so Raven. And honestly, it's slightly like that but not like you don't like – your body doesn't like freeze up and you don't have – it's nothing like that. Yeah. But like it will just be like I'll be brushing my teeth and I'll literally – music will be playing. I'll be like thinking about work and then I'll literally go – my sister needs to be really careful today. Something really weird is going to happen. Like, oh, wow. It's like – and then I'll be like – I'll have to take a second and I'll have to be like, that just came into my head. Obviously, that means something. And then I'll go and like text the person 
or I'll call the person and be like, are you okay? Where are you at? And usually most of the time, uh, it spooks people out a little bit. Um, but it's happened so many times now that it's like not a coincidence. It's, it's definitely something that is very accurate. And I remember telling Charlie that when I met him, I was like, I kind of see things, but like, I don't want to freak you out. And he was like, okay. Just like, kind of like blew it off and then he saw it happen time and time again and he was like okay that's actually really fucking weird <laughs> um and it i th- my sister recently told me she's like i think you suppress it more than you think because i think that you would see even more stuff if you actually really like focused on that um which is weird i do think she's right but i i have seen ghosts i have seen actual black figures walk in front of me mm-hmm. um i've seen the weirdest thing for me was when we were children we had ghosts in our house like every day. Um, and my youngest sister had a friend named Susie. It was Susie or Sally. I some Susie or Sally. I can't remember which one it was, but she was her friend for several years. And she would say like, Oh, Sal, I think it was Sally. Sally came in my room and she hang, hangs out with me. She's here right now. And we would be like, Oh, okay. And the only reason we knew she was obviously being very like, honest is that we, all the houses we lived in at that time, would have very weird ghost encounters. Like the microwave would turn on randomly when we were downstairs. The pots and pans would be pulled out. Um, One time in the middle of the night, my blow dryer turned on and was plugged in. And I like got out of my bed and I went in the bathroom and the blow dryer was plugged in, but then the cord was down the sink and the blow dryer was laying on the floor. Dude. And it's like – and every night for a good two years, I had a lava lamp in my room at that time and I had a TV and I would always every night because I was so scared, I would tuck myself fully under the covers and like have the blanket over my head. And I would sit there for probably two hours every single night and there would be a bouncy ball going in between my closets of like someone bouncing a ball and I would get out of my bed and look in my closet. There was nothing there. So I would go to the other side of the room where on the other side of the closet to see if like, what the fuck is this? And it would just constantly be a bouncing ball, like a little kid's bouncing ball for hours, for hours. And our TVs would turn on um, fuzzy all the time when we had the old school box TVs, they would turn on fuzzy. And I will never forget the weirdest one was we were looking for my sister. She was probably like two years old at the time. We were looking for her baby shoes. And um, we couldn't find them. My mom had just sent them, set them on the bed because we were about to take a trip. And we were looking, looking, looking. We flipped the mattress over because we were like, where the fuck are these shoes? They were just on this bed. We literally look up. And I'm like, shit you not. We actually have a picture. Somewhere in my family we have a picture and you can actually see the orb around it. The shoes are, you know, like the door jam, like the door frame, like the frame around the door that like it's a little thicker. Yeah. Two shoes were floating above it. Oh my God. Like people don't, <laughs> the ghost encounters that I have are like not, they're like intense. I've had a couple like that where I've made some kind of like – I have not had like floating, but I've had like electrical like like circuiting. Things, yeah. All of my like things I've witnessed or encountered, et cetera, visualized have been pleasant except for one thing. So in college, I was in a charity burlesque show that I did not end up doing because it got for some reason. But I was in a production of the Vagina Monologues. Okay. And every day on – like every – year on college campuses at the time if you were to put on a production of vagina monologues uh usually you choose a charity and it's usually like some kind of violence against women and you all 
have like events leading up to the actual production of vagina monologues okay. and you raise money to go to these charities and then like a percentage of the ticket sales also go to these charities. So like a burlesque show was one of the things that was to be done and I had never done it and I was like, okay, sign me up. I'll do it. I think it didn't happen because there was a big snowstorm that year and like everything got pushed except for the actual production of this play. Okay. So, oh, I mean, yes, I know it was a snowstorm because of the events that happened after my ooky spooky <laughs> episode. <laughs> so I was at a girlfriend's house and we were watching some demonic movie, like some movie about a demon. Ah, I wish I could remember which one it was. I'm, I'm sure – I think it was probably like a paranormal activity movie. Okay. And – um. You know, we we learned something that was like, you can't even say like a demon's name. You would invoke them. So we're sure. 21 years old idiots, like people that love to just like party hard <laughs> and like like see horror movies or whatever. And we're like, oh, let's look up demons' names on Wikipedia and like just say every single demon's name oh, on Wikipedia. Like idiots. <laughs> and so we go down the list. And we find like – they all have like descriptions because I guess that like everybody's got their own like job in hell or something. Mm -hmm. And so this guy is like the demon of like um, like young women, like attracting young women and like young women's sexuality. Okay. And I remember the demon's name. I'm not going to say it because <laughs> that's just You're like, like I'm where I'm at in my yeah. life. <laughs> I'm not trying to pull more demons into my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> Only light and love. <laughs> So we said his name like, you know, we Beetlejuiced it. We said it like three times. Yeah. And it was like we spooked each other out, you know. So I was like, I'm bailing. I'm going to go home and work on my burlesque routine. And so I go home and I work on my burlesque routine and I have my laptop connected to a, uh, a speaker system, like an auxiliary cord. Mm -hmm. And I un physically unplug the auxiliary cord. I remember this and I like leave it by the laptop because everything's just like on a desk. Mm -hmm. after, you know, performing my little dance a few times. And I was like, fabulous. This is great. And then before bed, I see that my um, best friend who I we had done all the spooky stuff with, she sent me a couple text messages. She was like, hey, I was kind of freaked out by what we did. Like, but, you know, it's okay. And all this. And her last text message was like, I love you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I like went to sleep and I Fell, fell asleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and my burlesque song, my laptop was closed. The, I had unplugged the cord. It started over and over again. Like, so it would play what? the little intro. It was like, and a one and a two, like, you know, it was like, it, like <gasps> something creepy. was wanting yeah. me to start dancing again. And then my phone was buzzing and it was the message from my friend that said, I love you. And it had sent 50 times it kept going i love you i love you i love you and then this like burlesque dance song was like what that is so creepy and i lost my mind terrified i like left my apartment like in my underpants and went to my friend's house and then the <laughs> snowstorm hit and i was at her house for like four days holy and, shit and the burlesque performance was canceled but i did get to you know do the play but we did oh, all wild. <laughs> so i think that Trying I, to tell you something. Yeah. I mean, he wanted a dance. He yeah, wanted he a wanted, free dance. He did. He said, I love you. I want to dance. Like, <laughs> what? No, something uh, – I've had experiences like that. I've actually had experiences with other people like that in the, in a room. So, like, I've actually seen – and I'll never forget it. It was my sisters and – my younger sisters. I was probably, like, seven or eight at the time. 
um, my little sisters were upstairs sleeping and my brother, um, and me and my mom were downstairs because I was the oldest kid. So I could like stay up past my bedtime and like watch TV with her. And we go to like turn off the TV and my mom goes, don't move. And I was like, don't move. Like what? And she goes, look up. And I look up and I look in the hallway and we have like a couch and then there was like a long hallway and there were black I don't know if they were demons I don't know what they were they were black figures three of them walking across the entire hallway and my mom it was almost like we were in a trance like me and my mom just sat there like we knew what was happening but we didn't want to do it we were scared we were like what the fuck is going on so we sat there and watched and like I was like are we okay I like remember us like are we okay like what's going on like I was just very I think because I saw so many things like that at a young very young age that it didn't startle me as much as it would some people but looking back it was haunting to see that and then I will never forget my mom I heard them wake up and my mom and dad wake up in the middle of the night and I got out of bed it was probably like one or two in the morning and I was like what's going on because they kind of like I heard a slam and I they seem frantic mm. and I was like what's going on and they were like nothing go back in your bed and I don't like when my parents tell me that because that makes me more scared I'm like I'm not going back yeah. to my fucking bed I'm not listening to you so I'm literally like get in your room and I'm like no what is going on and we go we had a playroom at the time upstairs and they were in the playroom and I was like what are y'all doing you're scaring me and they go be quiet and you get we got quiet and at this point I think my brother and my other sister were out of the rooms too you could hear a girl crying and screaming outside, but there was no one there. And then you hear a visual car crash and you hear a, like a girl screaming. And then all of a sudden, my I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because you could tell it wasn't like an on the street thing. It was in the atmosphere, like something you could wow. hear the sound in the atmosphere. And I'll never forget, my mom went like this and like turned, she was getting fidgety. So she turned her ring. And the minute she turned her ring, the phone rang. And she answered the phone, terrified. She was like, hello? Because it's two in the morning. Like that's weird. Yeah. And no one speaks. It's silent. And my mom hangs up and she's like, get back in your rooms. And I, I was like, did you hear that though? Did you? And my mom's like, yes, like validating us, telling us we're not crazy, that we all heard this like imaginary car crash and the phone's ringing. Like it was very spooky, very spooky. Wow. Yeah. I think having a parent say, yes, these things are happening yeah, is has got to be like, like you said, very validating, very yeah. affirming. I don't know like – what would happen if I encountered anything supernatural with my parents? Hmm. Um, oh, because your mom might kind of maybe try and brush yeah, it off. Yeah, I, th- I think that she would um, definitely try to like um, delegitimize it somehow, or like that will fuck of- with your head, though. That's the thing. Like, yes, it will make you seem like you're, you know, crazy a little bit. Like, yeah. That's why when those things did happen and my parents did actively know it was happening, like my mom, it was just a regular thing at one point that the microwave would just be on when we were watching TV. No one started it. No one touched it. We were just like, oh, that's the ghost. Like we just got so used to it. Wow. Um, And I could only imagine like I think there's a girl on TikTok who films this like ghost shit, but like it looks – it seems very staged. Like okay. she'll be in her living room and like a door will shut and her hair will be pulled. And everyone's like, obviously this is staged. But I just think back if like social media was a thing right then and only cameras were a thing. Like yeah, if people saw this, how fascinating it would be. Uh, but yeah, I think also at the time in my life, in my family's life, it was a very dark time. So I – there was a lot of dark energy. And so I think that's why we saw a lot of these things. Um and 
after I mean, growing up, I would I know my mom would see like um her like dead relatives, like she would see their ghosts in in the room. Um, I think like honestly, paranormal stuff. Like my parents and my family and my grandparents have always believed in that kind of stuff. Yeah, and um, they're they're very like intuitive too and I think they know like there's no doubt in their mind that that's like a real thing so I think that but I think for me it's it's like people someone asked me like is it scary to you that you can see things and I was like no actually I've never thought of it like that I've never thought like fearful or like weird out like about myself I actually kind of like it Mm -hmm. because then I feel like it's actually helped me and other people like yeah okay yeah um so it's I do sometimes think like, for instance, we're going to Salem. Yeah. And I know there's like, you know, a lot of witches and psychics there. And I've had this feeling for a couple weeks now that the energy is going to be very strong for me there. I've I've thought about that too. I think it's going to be strong in a very positive way, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm actually curious to see. Like, I'm very curious. To, I'm just excited to see the energy because, like, there that is a big thing there. Ghosts. Yeah. Huge. That's a huge thing in Salem. I feel like it's also probably like a huge thing in like New England in general. So much history, such an old part of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least the colonizer type of our country. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere's old. But I think that there's a lot of, you know, when you think about like the beginning of America, it, it, it's all there. And you know, what's so funny is that I went to a, a great psychic in Dallas and she, you know, does a lot of astrology. And she was telling me that you have to kind of think of like the astrology of a place. So our country is a cancer and I can kind of understand that because I'm a cancer too. <laughs> and uh, it's just so interesting to to think that like, oh, this is the year that it was established is like July 4th, you know, or the day that yeah, it was established okay. July 4th. Yeah, okay. I didn't 4th. think about that. And there's like a zodiac sign for every city. So like I think Vegas is a, is a Leo. Yeah, like, like wait, so- I have got to figure this out. Oh my god, this is like blowing my mind right now. Now I want to know what New York is, what California is, like yeah. what. Or- oh you my just, god! I think you can a quick Wikipedia. Like you basically look to see like whenever like it was like established. I was know? actually going to ask you if you've ever seen a psychic. I thought you had told me you had, but I wasn't sure. I went a lot. There's a wonderful woman out here named Valentina Burton. I think okay. her last name is Burton. Uh, I went to her once. I still have her reading. Recorded on my phone here. Oh, shit. And I think she's incredible. Um, I've had so many encounters with people that are psychics. I feel like I have gifts as well. In yeah. fact, Valentina told me that I should be a card reader. And That's really I've- odd that you said that I was actually going to propose that – we actually get a tarot card deck and read each other's cards because you can just get the book and you can do the tarot. My sister's learning how to do it. She's very intuitive as well. Yeah. And that's weird because I I actually got that vibe from you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, I definitely – it's so funny. When I was, I think, 22, and this is my mother's sister that I'm going to talk about who's also very religious. I was in Los Angeles. I had just moved there. And this is one of those moments that I think every single like young woman hopes for. My mm-hmm. aunt sits me down at my table – at her table like – and she's like, you have their gifts in our family. And I was like, oh, here it comes. The witch talk that I've been waiting for since I was 13. <laughs> the witch talk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you watch an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the yeah. pilot, and they're like, we need to tell you something. You're a witch. You know what I mean? Like I feel like every – I feel like you anticipate your period arriving and then some older woman in your family like <laughs> telling you you're a witch. True. <laughs> and she was like, you know, their gifts – 
And she was like, I don't want you to ever touch tarot cards. I read tarot cards so much and I predicted so many things. I predicted my friend getting in a car crash. And then I locked my tarot cards in a drawer and I started seeing like shadowed, like dark black figures like you talked about, like in mirrors everywhere. And she's like, and they finally went away when I burnt my tarot cards. And she was like, I want you to promise me that you will never get involved into this, like no matter how much like your internal like gifts call to you and you sure. bet your ass i ran to a witch store not 10 minutes after she told me this information not 10 minutes after <laughs> i feel like i'm going i said i said here's 200 dollars. what's the starter pack <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah i've actually thought about i've never done like a tarot i've never but i have a lot of friends who have done it and are great at it my sister's um starting to do it and she when she did mine recently it was like mind-blowing like the first card was justice and if you know a lot of things about my life happening right now that was like whoa my mind is like literally blown um but I actually think it's like a fascinating thing to see people read cards also like just in general like I've actually so I've never gone to a psychic and the reason why is I've had this very gut energy that I'm going to go to a psychic because I've been around people and they've literally called out my energy and asked to come speak to me and been like said very crazy things to me like like you're special and this is gonna sound oh my god podcast listeners really get the tea this is gonna sound kind of like wild but I always tell Charlie that I feel like I am an angel and I know that sounds weird but I feel like I was put on this earth with a good intention for people I Mm -hmm. think that I was I I mean, I think this is also can go across the board for people. Maybe you don't call yourself an angel. Maybe you just want to be a good person. But I feel like the energy in me is to bring light to people, to yeah. to see things, to help the world. And and I always tell Charlie that. I'm like, I've just had that feeling my whole life. And so whenever I am around people and I'm not even like trying to go to a psychic and people are like, you come here or I am in Cuba and someone's like, you can see things. That kind of already freaks me out because I'm like, how do you know that? So I just only imagine like going in a room with a psychic. I'm like actually scared to see what they're going to say. Yeah. It's I think hard be- to vet people. There are yes. definitely like people who want to exploit you, want to take advantage of you. I definitely had one of those psychic encounters. My friend and I just went to a psychic reading and she – told me I was cursed and that for the low, low pl- price of $500, she could uncurse me. And oh my yeah. God, I hate that. Yeah. And that's not – the thing is, is like people that I believe are gifted, like you, have that point of view where they want, where they feel the need to protect people. I saw this woman extensively in Dallas and um, her I know her last name, but I don't feel – because she's not like actively like practicing Got it. it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to share it. Sure. But she believed that she had done a lot of karmic um, bad things in her past life. And so for like repentance, she did like psychic healing, psychic um, like consultation, tarot reading, all for free. Wow. So, Holy moly. And I was recommended to her from, by a friend who was on like a paranormal investigation team. For a while, who actually would be a fun guest to have on because she's a hoot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And she recommended I go to this woman. This woman was like, you are not cursed, girl. But It also brings on so much. I feel like as anyone who has some kind of ability, that's like the number one thing you would never say to someone. That brings on so much anxiety. Like if if someone told me that, I'd be like, 
okay, I need to go, like, cleanse my soul right now because you're, like, fucking bringing on this bad energy. Like, that's just shit to – that. you just don't say that to people. I believed it for, like, five years. That like, would spook me. That's spooky. Like, what? Yeah. And I actually people was, who are – yeah, go ahead. I was I was going to say I, I haven't seen someone, but there was a really reputable – she did all the celebrities. She's, like, a world-renowned psychic in New York City, and she was booked out forever when I lived there, so I got on a wait list. And, of course, she calls me saying she had something open up, like, after I had left. But I was trying to find someone, if I ever went to someone, that's, like, highly – reputable that yeah. would make me feel a little bit more comfortable with going because that's what I'm afraid of is someone saying like some weird shit like that because like I don't need that like that's too much no and I think that there's I feel like the psychics that I've seen that have felt legitimate they do not speak in like this like gallows like everything mm-hmm. bad is happening they're just kind of mm-hmm. like stay away from this kind of energy like don't pursue like this maybe go this way it's it's a lot more like applicable advice it's not doom and gloom it's not like a fucking i don't know what lord of the rings harry potter voldemort yeah. shit yeah um it's very much like hey you would serve yourself better if you did x y and z as gotcha. opposed to like oh, you're doomed yeah <laughs> cursed you're cursed what yeah. the fuck yeah that's wild yeah no i'm i'm i know it will happen maybe one day I'm just I can't I can't explain I normally don't have visions for myself it's always for other people but the one thing that I pull myself is I have this very weird feeling about going it's like and it's not a good one it's so off so I need to like find someone that I feel the energy is comfortable enough or else I'll go into it and I'll start reading this person and she'll start reading me and I'm gonna be like what's the feeling about like what's it surrounding um I feel like I've been a lot of – around a lot of people that can sense energy and they say – like I've had aura people to say like my my color, what I emit is very good. But I've also had people that can see things and they say my energy is so strong that it scares them. Yeah. Um, And that freaks me out. I feel like the energy that I give off in a room like that would almost scare someone. Not because it's bad, just because – I, I don't – I can't explain. I know I, for some people what, listening or watching this, they're going to be like, are you okay, Ashley? But like <laughs> the only way I can explain it is like I feel people on a different level that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. And it's – that's why I think a lot of people sometimes have a hard time connecting with me or being my friend because I think they don't want me to know that deep level of them. And I know it without them saying it. Oh. They don't have to tell me about their life they don't have to tell me. I just – I know and I think people don't want me to know that. I'm not a yes man and I I am here to support and affirm everything that you've said about yourself so far today <laughs> just because I believe that, you know, you spoke about yourself as like being a healer, being an angel, whatever mm-hmm. word fits your best. Yeah. I love angel. I love that you just went for that slam dunk. That's, You're like, that's literally how I feel. That's how I, I don't know. I think that's fabulous because I feel like to me that said without ego and like just like because I think a lot of people would just like press that down and be like, um, you know, kind of like a healer. I just want to help people. You're like, no, you're <laughs> I like, I'm no straight to angel. Thank you. Um, I love that <laughs> about you. That is unwavering confidence and I'm here to support it. But I do believe just knowing you in the time that we have met, I think that we met for a purpose. Me too. And we joined for a purpose. Um 
I feel like the day that that we like really, you know, we've like in passing had conversations and DMs because we're both influencers and we're both kind of like in overlapping mm-hmm. spaces. And obviously I thought you were super fun to witness. And I, I think I first saw you visually like on Pinterest and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, gorgeous work. I respect your level of output. Thank but you. Um, my grandfather passed away and it was a really isolating time because to me, it was like the first time that like COVID had touched my like family and invaded that space. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some like non-COVID believers in my family. And I sometimes during this whole pandemic, and I know you feel the same way, I've felt like I've been like screaming in like a padded room, like be safe. Like everyone needs to take care of themselves and be safe. And like no one has been taking it seriously. And and it was just strange to have a lot of like friends like not acknowledge that something had like happened to me and affected me and you sent me flowers and well so this is what's really interesting about me sending flowers so i actually have never really done that for anyone i'm going to be honest i have friends across the country i think i've i honestly have never and I had this feeling to just like I've been burnt by a lot of people. I've been used by a lot of people. And so I get guarded. But something – I actually never told you this. But when this happened, I turned to Charlie. I said, I need to send her flowers. And Charlie was like, okay. Like I was like, I don't really know her that well. We've talked a few times. Like we have great conversation. I feel like she's a great person. But like in my gut, in my like instinct, I like was told – send her something because I like I felt like you were not okay like like Mm. there was just a lot of deep stuff going on and so that's why like it was like a one of those vision things where like it was one day it just went send her flowers like and I don't do that I don't I mean I'm learning that I like giving my friends gifts I think it's a great thing but that was the first time sending anyone flowers besides like my sister yeah and I just felt drawn I felt impacted and, um, you know, like very candidly, I felt ignored by some other friends, you know, and it, it was just weird to witness that because um, I'd seen these friends like kind of give each other flowers for like yeah. much less intense like circumstances and I've seen them like rally together like for one another for like much less intense yep. circumstances like I sound like a broken record, but it it felt isolating. And I know that like I can't like pass like blame on anyone. Like it could be a day that people like weren't on social media, like weren't looking no, at. No, but messages. see, I think that's a. I think that's you giving people the benefit of the doubt. But what I learned is like your intuition is your intuition. I'm sorry, everyone has a fucking phone in their hand. We're all on social media. We all know. I'm sorry. Like let's these people. No, you saw it. We all yeah. know. Okay. And so I just feel like I'm like, bitch, please. No, these people saw. I feel so feel that so hard because I have I've had friends do that to me. I have friends actively like give all this like to these people like, oh, I'm going to go out of their way for the littlest thing. And then and I don't know if that's because people have in their mind, oh, she can handle it or oh, she doesn't or they don't feel connected to give you something. But it doesn't matter because that's why the whole phrase like check on your strong friends is a fucking saying. Yeah. Because you just never know when someone's like going through something personal. You just never know. And so I feel like I have I have been in that position where I have seen friends do stuff for other people. And then if I need something, I feel very ignored. 
Uh And that's just like a hard thing. That's why I've learned to have like a handful of close friends and then, you know, acquaintances here and there because most people just don't really think that deeply about you, sadly. Um, Yeah. And I think deeply about a lot of people, so it's kind of hard. I feel like the the women that are coming to my bachelorette and the women that were invited and like could not make it, I feel like there's such spiritual connectivity among all these people. Yeah. I'm really so excited for you to meet everyone. I think that I, I'm kind of open to the fact that we might have like some kind of experience together that Every, feels really spiritual. Well, someone actually, when I said I was psychic, they messaged me and were like, have you had any psychic predictions for Rosie's bachelorette party? They asked me that. <laughs> And the only experience I can say is I definitely I definitely know in my heart there will be energy. Yeah. There will be something seen. I feel it. I just know. Yeah. And I actually love the people. The people in the group chat, I mean, they're all so kind. Like everyone's been super nice. Like I think everyone's just like open to just – I think that's the thing is having a group that's like open to just being open, yeah. you know? not narrow-minded, just, like, have a great time. I'm also just excited because, like, I need – I want to Google, like, what places are haunted there. <laughs> you know what? I think that – so we have a private second leg of our trip. Did we talk about our second leg of the trip or are we still keeping that under wraps? Oh, the second leg. I was like, what second leg? What are you – duh. No, we can talk about that. Again, podcast listeners get it. They get the tea. Yeah, they get the tea. So we're going to upstate New York and New York – I don't know why, but something in my gut is like all – I think that there will be witchy energy, psychic energy, intuitive feminine energy during the bachelorette leg of the trip. But I do feel like some kind of experience might be like more – if I'm like visualizing it and like being intuitive, I feel mm-hmm. like that New York area that we're visiting. Possibly. I, it's a, it's a – you know, those like smaller towns, there's a lot of like different things that go on there. And – I definitely agree with you on the the feminine witchy energy that's going to happen in Salem. Like I'm, I'm just very – I'm so excited. It's it's such a genius place to pick for a bachelorette party, I feel like, because – Thank you. It's not a place that a lot of people will just try and go because it's like – it's different. Not everyone will go there. But if you're going with a group and you have people that like love fall and like love all the dark spooky stuff, like that is so fun. Like – Yes. If there's a crystal shop, I'm in it. If there's a witch shop, I'm going to go. Like, I'm very prepared for this. This is just so interesting because I have literally a nightstand with a drawer in it that is full of, like, tarot cards that I just haven't <laughs> touched. And I kept telling myself, like, I really want to kind of get back into my more intuitive, like, witchy side. And I, I kind of was, like, afraid of it, to be honest with you. I feel like I – um, in the during the pandemic, like, really – opened myself up to like maybe like my past affiliation with religion but like it just oh, yeah. hasn't brought me the same like feeling as like kind of intuitive spiritual practices that were self-led and self-exploratory mm-hmm. and I really feel like this trip will be healing and I think that if I'm thinking about what a bachelorette party is <laughs> <laughs> outside of like a, a bunch of cute gals wearing, you know, tiny dresses and sashes and matching and getting fucked up. To me, what I want more is like a celebration of uh, womanhood and yeah. and like my journey through life like as an independent vessel and like what I've come to now after like having experiencing like a whole yeah. life as like an independent woman before I 
give half of myself to a partner. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's kind of more the the tone. I of- think there will be the energy that will be there that weekend, especially because I saw that there's like – because you saw the sheet. I don't want to ruin anything for you. Oh, I saw the sheet. I, I saw the sheet. Okay, because it said there was like a psychic and something event happening. Yeah, there's was like that? a psychic fair, I think. Yeah, and when I saw that, I looked at Charlie. I said, Charlie, you know, if I had some very energy feelings about this trip, I feel I feel like I'm going to see a lot of things. And when I saw that on the sheet, I fucking shit my pants. I was like, there's a psychic event. Oh, my God. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I feel like that's just something I've never – experienced and I feel like again Salem is like the that's what you think of when you think about Salem my whole goal out of this is like that this group of women for some reason like jives with us so much that we're like this needs to be an annual event that we do every oh I would a hundred percent go every single year and it's our like witchy retreat where we like get in touch with ourselves and just have like a gals Um, weekend I I am on board 100%. And again, I told you, I looked at all the food out there. And let me just tell you, East Coast is just. Oh, I'm going to be shoveling lobster into my mouth Lo- every That's day. what I'm saying. I saw lobster roll. <laughs> I said, absolutely. Absolutely lobster roll, hands down, happening 100%. I think that this, because we're nearing the end of our episode. And I yes. think that we owe it to you, our wonderful listeners, and ourselves. <laughs> I think this could be a multi-part series. Because I, I know that you have more experiences that I am so interested to hear. And I like I think I t- touched the the top of mine. And I, I kind of was gonna tell you and I didn't want to spook you because I actually didn't know you were did thought about doing card reading. I was going to buy a tarot deck. That's why I'm kind of freaked out that you actually said this. I was gonna buy a tarot deck and say that we should read each other's tarot cards through the I'm episode. gonna buy you your deck. You have to have someone else buy it for oh, you. Oh shit. Okay, thank you. For, so I, I think my sister told me deck. that. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh my god, we should do that. In Salem, I will buy you a tarot deck. <gasps> oh my god, I'm gonna cry. That's so cool. And if I and if I forget, you have to be like, Ro. I need only, my tarot deck, please. I'm not being shady or anything. You're just like, mm, I really would love to learn how to read tarot cards. No, I think you'd be direct with me. He'd be like, Where's my deck, bitch? Where's my where's my I'm deck? Saying I'm saying it here so everyone can remind me. If you guys <laughs> Um, you'll be seeing is we'll be like I will be ripping it up on social with this trip. Like, it's gonna be unreal, and I love the itinerary. Like there's a full day that they were like take pictures. Like there's a whole like, yeah day where they're like photo shoots. Uh, I'm bringing so many looks that it's kind of obnoxious, but whatever. I don't care. I think that also we get to treat a lot of non-influencer friends like influencers. Yeah. I have a I have a collaboration that everyone has agreed to do with me, which is going to be really so fun, fun, like group photo. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to send everyone like a scope of work, like like a oh, like a mood so board. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> so I think that'll be fun. I I can't wait to share it with you guys here too. Like I think we'll definitely do a post trip like recap. Might yeah, be really fun. all the stuff. Yeah, but it, while we're on the trip. Everyone who listens, please feel free to DM me. Have you got Ashley's tarot card deck yet? Yeah, like- please. Also, if you guys what uh, when you not if you when you watch this episode, if you have a ghost story or a paranormal story oh. or something that you have seen, or if you're a psychic, first of all, we were looking for a psychic to possibly come on the show. So, like, comment, DM us. Let us know because I want to hear other people's spooky stories. I actually think that'd be great. Like if we're going to make this a multi, like if this is what our October possibly is, I think it would be fun to do a listener's like paranormal, like anything. I don't want to limit it just to ghosts. Like if you've seen 
It could you be know, anything. Messages from the beyond. If someone yeah. made an accurate prediction about your life. If, if you feel had. like an angel. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, love to meet you. more angels personally. <laughs> I've, I've benefited from being in the presence of one. <laughs> well, let us know. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. And we're going to hopefully have a lot more spooky stories to come. I can't wait. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, share. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>